the liquor room. See, there's a whole lot of thoughts when I step up in the stew and approach this mic. It really sounds different when you're lying. Yes, people, Football from the Beaches is back. International break is done. There's so much talk about international break maybe being a whole month. I think I'm here for it because having this two-week here, two-week there disruption, you can see it affected quite a few teams this week, man. And there was a lot of low-scoring games in some parts of the country this year and this week, actually, maybe this year. But we got our co-hosts back in the building again. Big Shaq, what are you saying? Yeah, yeah man. Legit. See, our sevens world, man. We're just living in it, bro. So we inside. We inside. inside. What are we saying? The CLB company team, the CLB big fanboy, SB. What are you saying, Sean? Don't quote. Don't do that. I'm not going to be fanboy. Don't do that. Don't, don't put me in that guy. You was highly critical it. of the album, but I was just trying to draw you out. You said. Just what does the L stand for? Love boy or light skin? I don't know. Anyway, we're here, man. Oh, we're okay. here. This guy. <laughs> any any opinions on the album, though? Uh just it's, it's mid, isn't it? It's just just mid. It's mid midfield. Yeah. <laughs> just just yeah, bang average. Oof, bang average. So six out of ten. If, if I'm being generous. Oh, if you're being generous, it's one for the streets, apparently. So why are you not I'm rocking in, with it? I'm, I'm not in the streets like that, bro. Okay, so you're not rocking with it like that. What are you saying, Shaq, out of 10? I ain't even listened to all of it, bro. I hear you. No, again, based on what we spoke about, it don't come close to any of his um, past projects, according Ooh. to the man in the building. Nah, man. Man, let's go ahead and accept. You don't, make, you don't make great tapes like that, man. I mean, I'd give it a strong 6.57. Just because there's tunes for everyone, and I'm thinking holistically, and I think there's one or two tunes on there, you know, I rock with. Um, as a whole tape, you know, it's not one of his best, but he fed the streets, let's be honest, he fed the streets to what they wanted. And that's what sells at the end of the day. Streams, views, that's all it makes the checks. And, you know, he will sit on that for the rest of the year. Everyone will go to his tour and be, you know, happy-go-lucky, you know? He was at Wireless, no? I swear he was at Wireless for one or two days. No, he was there for a little special performance, from what I see. He brought out what, Feature? No, I think Feature brought him up. Oh shit, other way around, my bad. See, that's how you know I'm not with it like that. And people saying that wireless was meaty this year as well. Bare dead acts and that. No, apparently it's more younger thing, isn't it? Okay. Trying to plug gaps, because obviously a lot of men got axed off and that. Couldn't make it. All right, what's happening with that Meek Mill and Ross thing, though? I meant to ask the man them. The man are not talking, apparently. They're not on I good heard, terms. I heard, I heard that too, and it heard Meek what's out of his contract. Jeez, MMG not to the world anymore, boy. That's a bit mad. Oh, I didn't even know. Nah, they're not even on talking terms. Still, I saw it on the socials. Not from them, but from someone else that that knows what's going on. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, let's get to the football, man. What are you saying? Two games this week. Let's start right where it needs to be started. Leeds versus Liverpool. Very one-sided affair, as we discussed off-air. But Sean, what's your take, man? Who impressed you? Who did well? Um, I mean, just the, probably the usuals. I mean, Trent, Salah, the whole Liverpool team, really. 
I don't think they had a bad performer because they're playing Leeds. And as we've said many a time, when Leeds mm. play the big teams, they try to make an open game and an end-to-end game and the team with the better quality usually wins those games. And that's what we saw again. I feel like they give up a lot of baseline treatment to the big teams. It's almost like they're conceding before they even start. Because the way they play in the first 10, 15 minutes against big teams, like it kind of shapes up what's going to happen during the game, if that makes sense. Like Liverpool was all over them, as you said. Like star players shone as they usually do. Van Dijk really had to break a sweat. Um, who I was really impressed with was Thiago. I mean, I was calling him I touch, you touch the whole game, but he actually looked like a mature performer um, last night. And I was um, presently impressed with what he did on the pitch. Of course, the Leeds players couldn't get near him in the midfield apart from Calvin Phillips, but he did what he needed to do. He was around, snuffed things out. He started off attacks. His passing was generally decent. It wasn't wayward. And maybe that kind of game he needs in his locker. I don't know. What do you think, Shaq, in terms of Thiago? No, it was a good performance. That I wouldn't say it was an easy performance, but you get a lot of time and space with Leeds, isn't it? Like they do, although they do run run around a lot, it does leave you sometimes with a lot of space and that. And he did have it, but he done what he had to do. Kind of thing, not won't say controlled it, but he was the technical leader in that midfield, mm. which they kind of lacked. Which, which Liverpool midfields kind of lack. Obviously, they had Harvey Elliott as well, who's quite a technical player. <clears throat> so. He can help along with that rather than having who they have uh Widge and um Henderson who mm. you wouldn't say that's their forte. So yeah, he looks he looks good, man. You know what you know what Thiago's about, innit? From buying and all that. Even though last season he has his question marks and what he couldn't get into the Spain squad at the Euros. Mm. But obviously he's still got that technical ability. He still obviously knows how to play the game. At the highest level, so yeah, just he's done his thing, man. For me, I mean, I saw a lot of positives from Harvey Elliott. He's on a good run at the moment. Obviously, that was game four um, yesterday. Um, we'll get into the injury later, but in terms of like what he done on the ball and his just willingness to play with no fear is what I really enjoyed watching from his side of things. His energy was um, ever present in that midfield, and as you said earlier, I think that's what they lack in terms of like you know a willing player to play forward, drive with it. I could see probably why he didn't play Naby Keita. I could see why he didn't start Hederson because of the type of midfield he's coming up against. Because if he had played those, it was kind of like, where's the creativity coming from? Where's the driving force coming from? People could argue maybe Henderson can do that, but at the age of, what, 32, 33, that's not really his game, is it, Henderson? He's more of a energy man, left and right, get stuck in, plays a worldy pass here and there but that's not really his game now. I don't really know what Henderson's game is. Apparently it's box to box, but Sean, what do you think Henderson's game is? I know he didn't really play. He came off for like last 10, 15 minutes, but what do you think Henderson's game is? Uh, it kind of is box to box, but he's not... It doesn't really get goals like that for, for me to say box to box. I mean, he's in the box. He makes mm. the box. Doesn't score enough goals. I mean... So, I mean, he's kind of just a, a calming presence on the pitch, I guess. Just a leader, experienced. Mm. You know he's going to win the ball back. You know he's going to get stuck in. I mean, he can set tempo at times. I mean, I think he's. I think we're seeing him being edged. Well, we was seeing him being edged out of the team slowly, especially with Harvey Elliott coming through and 
they were seeming to pick Thiago and Naby Keita ahead of him in the other spot. But he's probably got a chance now to, to state his claim back in the team. Mm. So it's not going to be this. So we'll see what he can do for the rest of the season. But I think we're seeing him being edged out of the England team, seeing him being edged out of the Liverpool team. So it'll be interesting to see what he does, for me, to be fair. Well, that's fair. I mean, it didn't help Leeds countlessly turning over the ball in the first half and continue to do it in the second half in terms of their ball retention. And you talked about Bielsa a lot in terms of we enjoy what he tries to bring to the league. But do we now just keep saying to ourselves, it's just very naive at this point? Even though we know it's the Bielsa way, but will he win more than he loses, Shaq? It's, uh, I find that word naive, like very. It's hard for me to associate that with his with Bielsa. Do you get that? Mm. I hear the argument, kind of, which is basically you can't play like that all the time. You gotta have a kind of a plan B or whatever, but. Bro, this is what he does. Like I swear, like everywhere he's been, this is how he does. Like I swear, the Bill Bow team with like Herrera that like, beat us. Mm. That's how they played from then. And that's Bill Bow, and that was what probably about ten years ago. No, yeah, in, ten in, years, in around ten years. Yeah, yeah, bro, like, this is this is what he does, isn't it? And he makes it work. Like whether men think is naive or whatever you want to call it, like this is what he does, and maybe he might need. Better players, maybe. I don't it might be a case of that because when you look at the team, it's kind of it's kind of lacking. Do you know what I'm saying? They're playing Luke Ayling at right back. I don't mm. know who rates him, part of North London Reds heritage. Um, but yeah, the, their centre backs, what Lorente, he's alright, Cooper, bog standard, Furpo, mm, need to see more of him really, but Barca shot him, so. That really says it. What Calvin Phillips, you'd have other than that, their midfield choices ain't really ain't really doing it. Obviously, mm. Rafinha, good talent. Well, very good player. Uh, but they don't really have other than those guys, they don't have no standouts, you know what I mean? So maybe if he was to spend a bit more, because I don't know, even even in the summer, I don't think they spent that much. No, no, they bought uh, Furpo, James. They well, they spent you know about hundred mil, a bit less than that, because obviously Dan James bought up to fifty five of those two. I think Furpo was bought for about twenty twenty five. Daniel James thirty. They bought one or two and then around that I think, but yeah, didn't spend more than a hundred mil. Yeah, it might be a case that they need someone better. You get, mm. I mean, not someone better. I mean, they need some more quality. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what can you expect? Like, you got a man like Cooper, bro. Like, he, like these men are not good like that. My man that got sent off that strike. Yeah, that, bro. I mean, he had a good game leading up to that point. Um, me and my brother discussed, like, the lead up to that tackle in terms of why he felt he needed to make that tackle because of what transpired. Like, Allison started, you know, moving the ball around at the back. Couple times they could have nicked it. They didn't nick it. They beat that press, and then they, obviously the ball was clipped into Harvey Elliott, and Strick was the wrong side of Harvey Elliott when that ball came out. So his desire to win back the ball because it was two v two at the back, not say, not blaming him, but again, what transpired from that is him having to make that kind of lunge tackle to try and win it. And I said nine times out of ten, 
he makes that tackle, his leg doesn't, his ankle doesn't break, for example. Because there was a similar tackle, I think five minutes later on the other side, that, you know, resulted in no free kick, but, you know, Mane was all right. Mm. So it's one of those ones where that one out of 10 chance, the 10%, unfortunately, Harvey Elliott, you know, was injured. It was a, it was a, it was a nasty break, but it just shows you that what transpired before that is so important about positioning. And I think that kind of episode that happened is what kind of was happening throughout the game where Leeds were getting caught out a lot of the time, where their mm. centre mid was too high. Their centre mid wasn't where he's supposed to be. And they were breaking constantly. Like I can't, couldn't count how much times in the in the 10 or 15 minute span, how many times Leeds turned over the ball. Bro, that's uh, one of those. If you've got, you got a good attack, if you've got good attacking players, more often than not, against the way how Leeds play, you're going to have success. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Especially... If you're especially for the top the top six teams or whatever, uh, you're gonna have success against them. So yeah. I mean, I was impressed with Mo Salah, um, in terms of like what he did. He, he just does, does what he does, isn't it? He he come alive at any moment, um, and really just deliver. There's a few chances where I could say he could have done much better, like the last minute slide tackle block that he got when he was easily meant to tap that in. Couple of a chance he snatched that, went near post. But yeah, I mean, I come back to the same thing again, Sean. So some man was saying I may have an agenda against this guy here, but Sadio Mane, what is going on with him? I know he scored last night, but what's going on with Sadio Mane? Sean? Every time we bring this up, but he scored a goal. Though. Why'd you always bring up when he scored? No, but it's all round play. Leading nah, up I hear you. I mean, again, he didn't. He didn't look at his best again. If he, if he doesn't score that, he's mead, you know? He doesn't he get a 5 out of 10, 6 out of 10? I think even with the goal, he probably gets a 6 out of 10. That's, so think, people overlook it because he scores. But I think he's just trying too hard. It's not coming naturally in terms of like what he was doing two, three years ago. Is it just the style of play that's changing? Other teams sussing him out? What is it? Just I don't think, I don't think he's sussing him out. I just think he's... I think maybe he's in his own head a bit. Do you know what I mean? I think he's trying to force it a bit too much, as you're saying. Mm. You know I mean, obviously, he didn't have the best season last season. And things are just not coming off. Sometimes things just don't come off for whatever reason. We don't, we, do you know what I mean? It might be his personal life. He might have lost a bit of confidence. I don't know what it is, but he just, everything he seems to do, it just doesn't seem to come off and have the effect it, it was having a couple of seasons ago. It like just looks couple, a bit... Yeah, go on. Yeah, it just looks a bit clumsy and a bit awkward at, exactly. at times with him. That, you know what I mean? That's what I was going to say. And, like and he just... Yeah, like when he gets into certain positions, it's almost like he's trying to rush it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of being composed and being more clinical with the movements and actions he takes. So I don't know, man. I don't I don't know why I'm feeling, but as long as he keeps getting goals, he's gonna be overlooked. They're gonna they're gonna say, well, he's got two out of four, but the performances haven't been what very, we expect very what we know he can do. That's why I'm with Jukes car. When Manny was at tip top, it was a case of his decisions in certain in certain areas, it was just automatic. Do you know what I'm saying? He was, making, he was creating a shot, he was creating for others, he was linking up. It was, you know what I mean? As he just said he was lethal. Now it's like he gets it and as long as he's he, he's not sure what to do, but it's like he's overthinking it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then when he does miss as well, sometimes it's like you do get a good chance and you do miss it. But you look at him when he misses it and it's like, 
right, cool. You can see it. You can you can see it's on his head. And then when he misses yeah. it again, you can see yes, it's still on his head and it's just building up. So even when he scored yesterday, it was like, oh yeah, he's got his goal, but it's in his head so much. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So next time it's like, I would say he's got to be careful. But if he goes into if he goes into the next game and he misses, he might be right back where he starts where he started before. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And this is like for nearly a year now that he ain't been how he was before. I mean, we could go back and forth about what it is, but yeah, exactly what you said: clumsy rushing. Like there's a prime example where he's through on goal and it's stuck between his feet, then he's just trying to dig out a shot. I'm like, that's not the money of two years ago. I'm not saying that people can't change, but the money we're referring to from two years ago would have slapped that at the back of the net. It's just like Salah, for example. Things, when he's through on goal, look easy to him. He's been the same. Even when Liverpool was down bad, he would still be a reliant man to pop up with the goals. But, you know, as I said to my brother, if Salah, Salah doesn't score... Who's going to score? Maybe Jota. But for example, Jota didn't really have a great game yesterday. So is Mane going to score? Yeah, he did notch one. But if he's playing the same way, where's the goals coming from? If the front three are not firing, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's where, again, they could be in the top four, but do they finish top two? Probably not. Because there's going to be games where teams snuff them out, sit behind the ball, isolate certain players and don't allow them to get any chance. Are they going to be winning games 1-0? Doesn't look like the Liverpool way. They're probably going to end up winning games 2-1, 3-1, because they've either blown away teams or they've just it's just clicked. Someone's made a mistake. They've got through on goal or they've scored. And it, and it just looks like they may become stuck. I, I don't mind eating my words, but, you know, they are the rivals, so I don't really want to eat my words. They might draw a lot. I think defensively the they look... I don't know, man. I'm still not... I want to say I'm still not convinced, but... With their guys back, you would you would assume anyway mm. that okay, defensively they're 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 at a decent level rather than last year, and then the attack might break down. Obviously, as you said, you got money misfiring, no real backup to him. Obviously, Firmino don't score goals. Uh, as you said, Jota and Saleh would be the main goal getters, but mm. yeah, as you said, it might break down, so they might end up drawing a lot of games. You know what I mean? For me, I look at Leeds' other side of the coin. They'll be all right, but they'll lose probably the same amount as they draw and win. There'll be a lot of balance where they'll finish, you know, 12th, 13th, just because of them nicking points off other people. I was really impressed with Calvin Phillips. Um, I'm not saying it was a 9 out of 10 game, but he still, you know, got stuck in, battled. Look very combative as as more than ever. Even when things weren't going right for them, they turned over the ball multiple times. He was guilty of turning over the ball as well a lot, but it just looked to me like he was the only one fighting. I don't know. Maybe you could disagree, Sean. I don't know. What was your take on you know Calvin Phillips's game yesterday? No, I think he was. I, I don't. I think he was okay, but I don't even think it's a, a thing of lack of fight for Leeds. I just think. It's as I said on how many podcasts now. When they play the bigger teams and the way they're trying to play man to man, if you have a competent defense and that's comfortable with the ball, you're gonna break the man to man press over and over again. And once you once you keep pressing it, you're not winning the ball back. It's it's disheartening. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. 
there is there's a level of frustration that comes with that when Liverpool are just constantly beating the press and they're constantly through and I mean, you're just chasing shadows for the whole game. It, it's disheartening. So with them, these big games, we can just write them off straight away. We can just write them off for the big six, for the big four or six games, whatever you want to say it is. I mean, their games, we'll see more about them on Friday, probably, against Newcastle. We'll see what they're really about and how they really look against Newcastle mm. on Friday. But this game here, I just, it was exactly what I expected from, from minute one. So, yeah. Shaq, for you, red card, strip. On Harvey Elliott? Um, well, fanboy is Sean. Cause he like, he's a fanboy of Harvey, F, Harvey Elliott, isn't it? Because what, what he done in the championship last season, isn't it? Uh, cool. Obviously, you said it weren't. Um, it was. No, I said, I thought it was a bit harsh, isn't it? Mm. I get it why he got sent off because they say endangering the opponent and all that but considering that on the pitch a free kick was even given mm, good point good point and then do you know what I mean I can't I say the ref was at a bang, bad, bad angle as well because he was quite close but it wasn't Ish. a free kick though that's the that, that's the, the longest yeah, the with, even if the ref didn't see or whatever it wasn't a free kick in it fair enough Obviously, it's the trailing leg that's got him, and it's basically mm. like I don't even know. Think it's the trailing leg that has come more time. They say when it's come, like they say a scissor action. It's like yeah, yeah, trailing leg, it's different red. The the trailing leg is just basically landed on top of Harvey's one, and then obviously the weight of the leg has caused mm. Harvey's ankle to to bend in it yeah. or to to come out of a joint. I, I think it's a bit harsh, but it's one of those ones, isn't it? That a man broke, it, uh, dislocated his ankle or whatever from your tackle. Same thing happened with um, Son and Andre Gomez, isn't it? A couple yeah, seasons back. So I feel it was a bit harsh, but yeah. It's like, I, ain't, I ain't mad at it, bro. So. Sean, any take on the, the red card decision? Because we had no, a bit of debate about it. No, I, I do agree that it's a bit but I just feel like when someone breaks their leg, it's just it's hard not to give a red card when you see man's leg dangling all over the place on the pitch. Mm. So no, no remorse, straight red. Yeah, I just feel like if you give him a yellow and, and Harvey gets off of a broken leg, I think it's a bit, do you know what I mean? It just looks a bit mm. just looks a bit wrong. I just feel like the tackle wasn't the worst tackle I've ever seen. Like, I don't think he meant to. I mean, it was it was kind of a freak accident, but once he's once someone breaks their leg, it's hard not to. For it not to be a red card. Do you reckon tackling has changed over the years? It's become more of a softer or has it become more of a dangerous sport? Shaq, what do you think? Well, that's the track. Well, before this season, you could blame you see they were trying to, especially last season, they were trying to get rid of a whole heap of tackles, bro. They were if you got the ball and obviously your momentum followed through. They were sending you off last season, do you get, mm. at one point. So before this season, they were definitely trying to cut down on all that shit. I'm not saying they're still allowing, like, a lot of uh, slide tackles or aggressive tackles, but obviously this season they've been a bit, a lot lenient with uh, a lot of contact fouls. <coughs> so, um, yeah, I think... They were trying to change it and they're changing it in certain aspects, but slide tackling, they're definitely trying to 
wouldn't say get rid of it because you can't hear it, but they're trying to tone that down <laughs> to prevent kind of like those kind of ankle breakers, isn't it? Mm. Like what happened the other day, like leg breakers and shit. Sean, as a defender, what's your your thoughts on you know the art of tackling? No, I just I feel like we all want to see like we want to see physicality and tackles, and I don't think Saturday was like a like something that needs to be changed. It was kind of a freak accident. You know I mean, he, mm. had he not broke, had Harvey Elliott not broke his leg, as Shaq was saying, play would have probably continued. Do you know what mm. I mean? But obviously, the train legs caught him and he broke his leg. So I think, I don't see nothing wrong with the tackle. Freak accidents are going to happen in football, isn't it? Now, if, had he gone in with his studs up and, and broke his leg, it would have been a different story. But you know I, mean? I think we need the element of physicality in the game, do you know what I mean? And aggression. Mm. So, I guess it's a, it's a thin line, but I'm, I'm kind of happy where it is now. Like, I think now is a good, they found a good like medium to it. I don't mm-hmm. think we should go even further and try and make it even softer. And, uh. <laughs> it's one of those ones. I hear you on that, man. I mean, I love the art. I'm like an advocate for good tackles. Um, when I'm currently watching games here and there, I'm like, yeah, great tackle. Oh, strong tackle. You know, I'm, And it gets I'm the crowd up as well. Do yeah, you know what I mean? It could yeah, be a momentum changer in certain games. One tackle goes in, the next one goes in. Even when it comes to like derby games and stuff like that, it gets the fans going, as you say. So, you know, I'm a fan of the tackles. Let's move on to Palace Tottenham. Uh, lunchtime kickoff. Very, very exciting game for young Pat. Got one over on his old rivals, but this time as a manager. Anything to say on that, Sean? Well, I mean, we, I forgot when we covered them, but. I felt it was coming. I felt like I'd seen, obviously the Chelsea game was tough for them to start the season and they didn't look good against Brentford, but they were missing, obviously they're missing Eze, they were missing the lease and they were missing a couple of attacking pieces, but I saw signs in the West Ham game that they looked, they looked better, they looked com- more comfortable on the ball. Mm. And I thought, I didn't think it was going to come this game, but I did think they was going to, they was going to be okay. And once they got their players back, we would see performances like this and yeah. kind of different Palace and wins like this. So, I wasn't really shocked. I was happy for him, obviously. Come on, man. That's heritage, as Shaq would say. Big Pat. And it had to come against Tottenham, innit? I can't. When Tottenham Even lose like sweeter, that. sweeter, yeah? Yeah, right. when Tottenham lose and, and Patrick Rear is in the other dugout. Let me put a smile on my face. I'm not going to lie. I mean, yeah, as you said, there was, there was signs in the West Ham game, definitely. I mean, the signs were from the big man at the moment in the middle, instrumental for them, Scott Gallagher, man. I enjoyed this game. Connor, I'm Connor. not going to lie. Sorry, it's Connor Gallagher. Had it there as well. I'm not looking at the wrong name. Connor Gallagher. Instrumental in there, man. Energy up and down, up and down. I dare say he reminded me of a young Lamps in terms of the way he arrives into the box. Some man can grill me now, I don't mind, but I just it just gave me elements of young Lamps. You've got to stop calling every young Chelsea midfielder <laughs> like, <laughs> young Frank Lampard, man. Nah, no, but re- hear me out, hear me out. It's just the way but, for me. But bro, here, the thing is, bro, Lampard wasn't the first and he's not the, going nah, to be the I last. I said young Joe Cole, but he's not no, as no, skillful as Joe Cole, isn't it? So. No, but I suppose that midfielders can get into the box. And if yeah. you start in midfield, you have to run into... Do you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey. Unless you're, unless you're licking it top corner 40 yards every game, you're going to have to run and get into the box and time it. Do you know what I'm saying? Obviously, Lampard made it a thing, but Manita Kalma, yeah? Kalma. But the, but the reason why I say Young Lamps, the reason why I say Young Lamps is because he can get goals as well. Not many men get goals, even though they arrive in the box. 
Like I've seen a lot of men do it, but not get on the end of things and actually get goals. He, he does seem to have the knack of getting around that that's what I'm saying. Ramsey, though, because Ramsey done it first. Uh, so. He's Welsh. <laughs> he's not English. And he's not Guan. He's not Guan. Nah, I'm not triggered, but you know what it is? I'm just tight. Well, obviously, we had the Mason Mount things. He, he just about beat those Frank Lampard allegations. And man still call him Frank Lampard's son. You feel me? <laughs> right. And now we've got Conor Gallagher. Oh, that, that, and that's what it is. He gets him. Oh, reminds you of Lampard. It's like, oh, fuck you, know that. <laughs> He's doing his thing, isn't it? Like, and that's his that's his game. He might he might have modelled it on Lampard, but you'll be stupid if you're a midfielder and you're just thinking, all right, cool, we're attacking. I'm just gonna stand next to my other centre mid partner. Do you know what I'm saying? I hear you, I hear you. You, need, you need to help your team and whatever formation it is, boom, 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 boom. If you're able to get into the box and drift into the box unmarked and find yourself in good space and finish, mm. then you'll be stupid if you didn't do that. I'm yeah, working, but a lot of sentiments, a lot of sentiments don't these days, though. They, they're yeah, happy to kind of just... What did I just say? You're stupid if you don't do that. <laughs> because you know what? As a midfielder, and Lampard done it, Gerard and Scholes both done it as well. Bro, there's a lot of space that you lot can get, you lot can, uh, what's it? You lot can drift off the back of your marker because your guy, more time, you might not be defensive midfield. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. You can you can benefit from that. And if you can finish as well, you'll have a lot of space when you get into the box or get into certain areas and you can get your goals. And I, and I stand by it. If you're a midfielder and you're not working on that, you're young, you're stupid, bro. Hey. Even, bro, even McTominay can do that to an extent. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. You got a man saying, yeah, we need to play him as an eight because he can get into the box and box to box. And, do you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, in terms of system, I was going back to Palace. I think what makes it probably stand out a bit more for me is who's playing behind him or next to him, um, Conor Gallagher. They had what, uh, Coyote and MacArthur, didn't they, behind him? Yeah. And then, of course, they brought off, um, Mac- they brought on someone else, I can't remember who it was, and then they moved Coyote mm-hmm. centre back. There you go. And, and it gave that more insurance where he could just have free license. And I guess it suits them. In terms of how they're playing, and obviously went going back to what Sean said, in terms of he knew they was gonna get some sort of good result because of the way they were playing, and it showed against West Ham when he changed things and they got back to two two. Who was around that Conor Gallagher? Who was around the kind of things that went forward? He was as well. Not saying that you know Milovic and MacArthur weren't playing forward passes as well, but it weren't really about the wingers. Like Ayu does what he does. Zahar does what he does, but I think he's rejuvenated that team, if I'm being honest. And I think the team will play a lot more around him as the season goes on. But it's promising as well that you saw Elise come off the bench. Elise, sorry, come off the bench. And also, they still have Eze to come back. And then Odson Edward came off the bench and banged too. So that kind of conversation I had earlier, I think it was two weeks ago, about I'm not sure if Palace have enough. Maybe they will have enough to, you know, float around 10th, 12th, kind of area, compete with the Leeds, the Villas of the world. But they probably lose as many as they win just because of the, the bigger size just being who they are, really. But he could spring a surprise on us, Big Pat. I don't know. You mentioned uh, the midfield that they played. I think this that game, that midfield battle was so dire. Bruv. Like There was no quality in that midfield. Bruv. Yeah, yeah, it suited That's them. Like, Tottenham played Winks. Skip and Koeba. 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 Oh, yeah. but fucking hell, man. 
It was like against, a diamond. It was like a diamond. Against Coyote, McCarthy, and Ga- oh fucking hell. that was. Just, <laughs> I was not enjoying that midfield battle, bro. I don't know, Shawnee B. He said Palace were great. I okay, let me change it. They were good. Flipping out, they were good. You go. There you go. There you go. Now we're talking. I thought they were... Ah, no, no, no. Fuck it. You said they were great. You just want to change it now. You said they were great, yeah. Uh, great was a bit German. I was a bit overexcited like I was a Palace fan when they won and they was good. Yeah, but you, you are, though, because you if, if 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 certain men do well, I know who you want to take over our title, innit? That's, don't that's do that. What, don't, no, I don't but listen, when we get there, we'll get there, innit? But I'll allow you for now. I just have to put it out there, innit? Put it in the open, but we'll get there. But now, I feel like Palace, I feel like Tottenham were actually dialed. I feel like they were so shit. Deli Ali, oh, he was non-existent. Striker that had no shots and had no touches in the box because he's more interested in getting, taking the ball off Lloris and trying to 60-yard pass out to the wings for whatever reason. Rather than staying in between the posts and licking it, which is which is his bread and butter, but he's got obsessed and with trying to link play and all that. I don't know why he wants to do that constantly. Stay in the box, let them man work for you. Do you know what I'm saying? I agree with that. But, he's lost goals that way as well, man. I mean, bro, I don't know if it's because what Mar- Mourinho Paris. got into his his head or something, because Mourinho. Uh, Got so much joy from him and Son linking up. I don't know if it's just like, oh yeah, I can do this now all the time. Because even for England, he's not really slapping too much. He scored like one or two, of course. Scored that what thirty yarder the other day for England away from home. But mm. he's not really scoring at whim anymore. I mean, if you're the main goal scorer, you as you said, got to be in between the post, and he's not doing that. He's rather again, as you said, do the whole link up play and you know look nice. Too much, it's too much now, I think, bro. He needs to just let them and do what they got to do. And you get on, like, of course, you are going to link play anyway. Do you know what I'm saying? You're a mm. footballer, top quality footballer at that. But, bro, for you, against Palace, like, if it was against City and Liverpool and Chelsea and if you got no touches and no... Sh- fair enough, in it to an extent. Like, these are better teams and they can they can do that, innit? But mm. against Palace, bro, and you have no shots and no touches in the opposition box, that's criminal, bro. I feel like Tottenham, yeah, as well with Kane, Tottenham was shoddy. And I think Palace just done what they needed to do. I don't think they were great. I don't think they were good. I feel like they just done what they had to do. Do you know what I'm saying? They played their game. Tottenham allowed them to kind of play their game. And at home, you know what I'm saying? They get the red card, OFB, Jeffs, Mm. free you get me? <laughs> I, was, I, was, I shouted that when I got set up because I remember from previous fun <laughs> still. I was like, uh, talking yes. about that for a minute though. Oh, yeah, yeah. He got, the, yeah, yeah. He slapped it all over his ass. Yeah. Harder than one of them still. But here what though? <laughs> Who he wins at the end of the door though? Who wins? He said he's a pussy, yo. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> That's what he said to him. I'll fuck you up, you pussy, yo. I said, Rah. But who wins he at the end of the day? I feel like it became with a more experienced vibes because he was still thinking about that. Yeah, of course. You could tell the inexperience. Yeah. Like, he, he was pumped, didn't it? Like, mm. he was pumped up. Obviously, he got, everyone got going, in it? The crowd got going. And obviously, you're the away player. Crowds were on you. Probably the next time he touches the ball, you get him booed and that. You know how it goes, innit? Mm. But he actually done well. Like, up until that point, anyway, yeah. He done deep. But even when he got sent off, he intercepted a pass, done well. Think he had a loose touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gone. 
Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm look watching it, it's like you didn't have to go. You have a loose touch. All right, cool. Let your midfielders deal with that. Get mm-hmm. back in position. You know what I'm saying? Or even if you do, just jockey it. Do you know what I'm saying? Make them pass it back. Do you know what I'm saying? Because there was a lot of players around. Do you know what I'm saying? And he just dived in. And he even he tried to pull out of it. But yeah, you, yeah. Once you once you once you go in like that, it's a wrap, especially on the yellow. And I expect that with the ref as well. The referee, there was a little melee. The referee is going to stop anything. So yeah. any little challenge or whatever, you're probably going to get a booking. Not even just him, just anyone. Do you know what I'm saying? Because the referee's got to kind of, can't let things escalate. It's yeah, got to keep it Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. when he's done that, even if he's pulled his legs away, yeah. Tough on the young boy, because again, he's had he's had the last three games, he's played really well. Um, he'll, he'll bounce back, I believe, anyway. Um, what did you think of the battle, Sean? Zahar versus Emerson. Emerson Royal do well? No, Emerson Royal got cooked. He got cooked over and over again. And you know, I don't like this thing that these that these foreigners, these foreign men do, blood. Why why are you tapping man on the back 75 minutes into the game after you skipped you, bro? <laughs> like, but when I heard the commentator say like he's giving them a pat on the back after Zaha skipped, I'm just thinking, bro, you're not. That's not the mentality I would want for my right back anyway. Don't be tapping man on the back mid-game after he's cooking you over and over again. I mean, I know it's his first game and probably got dashed into the fire because, I mean, you know, we know what Zaha's on. He's direct. He's, I mean, he's not going to stop running at you. It's not the best first game to have, but he, he wasn't that encouraging. I mean, I don't... I haven't watched much of him, but you know how Barcelona, Barcelona like their fullbacks anyway. He's probably better going forward than he is defensively. Yeah. And Zaha had him on ropes. It wasn't the... The prettiest welcome to the, the Prem. He'll have better games, I'm sure, but don't be tapping man on the back mid-game after he's skipping you. I'm not, I'm not here for that still. I can't even lie. Yeah, we're talking about that a lot in terms of, like, they need to get him on the ball going forward. So, clearly, he has some good attributes going forward, but we couldn't see it because, again, Tottenham, every time they got the ball one side, they had tunnel vision, tried to play it forward through the middle instead of switching play quickly. If you're playing a diamond, you've got to utilise your left-back and right-back. That's how I see it. Um, of course... You know, the scary thing... He doesn't even he doesn't look better than Aurier. That's the that's the thing. What you're gonna get rid of Aurier? I don't know. Is he still there? No, I don't no, know. I think released, they terminated still. Yeah, yeah. They terminated. Oh fucking hell, bro. That's some FM treatment. But yeah, bro. Imagine he does. He doesn't look better. Than him. Obviously, first game, as you said, Sean, and he'll probably have better games. But he doesn't look like he doesn't look crazy. Like he didn't show a lot going forward. Do you know what I'm saying? He looked mm. decent. Got a bit. Got a bit of pace, but. Yeah, we, yeah, not better than Ori, so it's like okay, so it's just another steady Eddie, probably. And he and defensively, all right, cool. Ori has got that bozo gene, so he'll get a red card or a penalty. <laughs> he might not have the bozo gene, as men said, Zaha cooked him, and he didn't really have to do that much. Like Zaha, I see what that Zaha kind of muscled out muscled him, but it's like. You're getting out muscled by Zaha, but like, you you get you should get out tripped, or do you know what mm. I'm saying? Have you spinning around in that? But you just got weights by Zaha. Is that yeah? Are you, man, this whole man went down holding his face or something. Yeah, it's I saw like, that. Yeah. I mean, that was a bit. That, that was first half. It's a bit of an L for him. I mean, Zaha is quite strong in terms of like you know, presence on the ball. His balance is quite good. I think that's where a lot of people are maybe tricked by him. You know, in terms. No, of, of course, I'm not, I'm not saying, saying he's like yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he's bowler and that, but yeah. But it's like you. you got. A, you get you be up for the challenge, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Be up for it, like boom. Don't be a pussy, like <laughs> that's what man was on. 
I mean, let's talk about Tottenham a little bit. Lucas Moura, I, I enjoyed him in, ter- in spells because, again, his energy and his guile was good. He looked up for it. He got stuck in, tried to be the driving force. And I think going forward, he'll probably be the outlet. If not, you know, anyone else, he'll be the outlet. Kane, as you said, looked very isolated. Did you think he got the system all wrong, Sean? Because he played, again, what Shaq said, stiff midfielders. And he's got Ndombele on the bench. Well, we know he doesn't mess. Well, he doesn't mess with Ndombele. He wants to get rid of him, so we don't know what's going on there. But I mean, in terms of who he had available, if you're not going to play Ndombele, that was probably the team he had to put out there, it? because obviously the Argentinian man couldn't play. Son's injured, and Bergwijn was injured. And then once you put that lineup okay. out there, I mean, it was exactly what we expected. I mean, you're talking about Lucas in moments. I mean, that just sums up his Tottenham career that like he plays in moments. He's mm. he'll be good for a game and go missing for five others. That's why he's always in and out of the team. Kane's playing number ten because the midfielders can't get him the ball where he would need the ball anyway. <sighs> Then he I mean, just there looking at Sasha or Bob. Yeah. You know, and we're talking about Liverpool earlier when we say, like, if Salah and, and Mane don't score, who scores? It's kind of like that with Tottenham. If Kane and Son don't score, you look on the team sheet and you don't think anyone else is going to score a goal for them. Mm. And they don't seem to have many creative midfielders with that. They're, they're basically the same as last year. What, what, what we've seen so far is what it was last year. They're going to they're gonna beat the team, the little teams, and the little teams are going to give them a run for their money, as we saw in the first few games against what, Wolves, Watford, and... Um, I'd beat City as well, so I'm good that. But they don't seem to, they're not really expansive. They don't create a lot of chances. They give up chances. They're, they're exactly what they was last season. Just another Portuguese manager in the dugout. <laughs> what a mad summary. I'm not going to lie. I need to leave that I mean, one. Defensively, yeah. they'll probably be a bit worse this year, to be honest. Well, I mean, did yeah. Man I mean, see, did Man see Joe Roden defending for that last goal? I mean, nah, I mean, yeah. I mean they need to give a mirror in there ASAP. But I mean, it's just like. You didn't take it in, bro. A man is he's right next to fucking Edward, yeah. The ball's on the right side with Olise. Yeah. The ball go, comes inside. Why does he run off to go mark Olise? And there's two Tottenham players on that side. So he basically lost. overloads it with three players and then leaves Edward in the middle by himself in the middle of the goal, bro. Yeah, a lot of it was criminal at times. And I think that came down to the 10 really? men kind of vibes, isn't it? They're trying, he's trying to do everything he can. No, but he should um, just do the basics. Ben Davis and Regulon's on that side. So yeah. at least it's it's a three on three. No, it's a it was a yeah, it was a three on two, three on three. No, it's three on three, yeah, because Gallagher, Gallagher burst forward. Yeah, it was a three, and then he's gone over on that, just gone, just left him. To go on that side where Elise has, I think he's popped it off and gone for the one two. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Regulon and Ben Davis is already there. So it's like, bro, what are you doing? And you've left my man in the middle. And then obviously Gallagher's just passed it to Edward and he's got the freedom of South London there, bro. <laughs> I mean, we talked about individuals not impressing. I mean, for me, Skip, I don't know if it was the little knock he had during the under 21s international break, but. He turned over the ball more, turned over the ball numerous times in the first half. He looked out on his feet. I don't know if it was the traveling, the little knock he had, but started to play it, play its toll, but he looked dire. And I and I rate him quite highly. He had a good loan spell in the championship. But yeah, on the weekend he looked out of his depth and he turned over the ball numerously. Winks again. I gave oh, him some I, I gave him some rope. 
when Ryan Mason was, you know, in charge, etc. Because I can't, I kind of like him. He he does what he it says on the shirt. He's number eight, keeps the ball ticking, doesn't really do too much, doesn't really arrive in the box, just deep line playmaker, if that. But he did nothing for me. Again, Hoyerberg, same thing. I feel like they regret probably getting rid of Sissoko now in terms of energy in the midfield. I don't know, Sean, what do you think? Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, he didn't seem to fancy him, but I just feel like, as I said, they are, they are what it was last season. Sissoko was there last season. He didn't look at his best either. He doesn't look amazing for Watford either. So, I mean, they are what it was last season. They bought this Brian Hill guy. He's just sitting on the bench as well. Like, I don't... Yeah, I don't... Yeah. I mean, I thought it was criminal for man to go into half time and not make any changes. Like mm-hmm. the, the game wasn't going the way it was supposed to. I don't know what he thought was going to change with that midfield four or the midfield three, the little diamond. I don't I don't know what he saw on the pitch to make him think we can go out in the second half and, and get a result. I mean Winks, I mean Winks is dead food. That's, it's just <laughs> I mean, you, you say like he does what it says on the tin, but I mean, bro, passing sideways is it's not like his tin is empty, bro. Something like we need to reward a man for just being able to pass the ball sideways. Like if you don't, he's not really great at recovering the ball. You say he doesn't score goals, he doesn't get assists. So really, he just passes the ball sideways. He doesn't do nothing. Yeah, he doesn't do nothing. I mean, they've got Hoiberg who who can pass the ball sideways and at least make a little burst once in a while. But I mean, if you're gonna play skip Hoiberg and Winks, that is crazy. You're asking you're asking Harry Kane, Lucas Moore, and Deli Ali to do a hell of a lot. I didn't even know I watched that game. I saw the from when I saw that fucking that lineup. That it's because, it's because midfield. you just watched international football for two weeks, bro, and it was the first game on your life. Please, I need some Premier League football back in my life. Big facts, but bro, I, I, I got standards in it. <laughs> I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to sit through ninety minutes of that. Fucking hell, bro. I'm, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need Tottenham correspondent to come and tell me why this Brian Hill guy can't start that game. When that's the midfield three they're going for, like, I need to know why you paid all that money for him for him to sit on the bench and not even come on at half time when things are not going right. I ever like. It's a good question. Yeah. Good question. Look, I, I'm on. I'm on to that manager a bit, man. Oh, I mean, he's he's a bit suspect still. That, yeah. The choices he made on Saturday were very suspect. And this is what I'm saying. You're like when you're at a bigger club, when you don't make some of these decisions, and then you got a certain man on the bench that can't really slide like it could at what at, at, at Wolves. You feel me? Yeah, I hear that fully. I mean. It's a catch twenty two in terms of like certain managers trying to elevate themselves. He's a defensive coach at the end of the day, and he's probably thinking to himself, <laughs> "Away at Palace, I got these injuries. I don't fancy certain man. I'm gonna try and control possession." And it went it went against him. Odson Edward, how many goals do you think he's gonna get this season, Shaq? A favorite player of mine, FM by always. That's what I'm saying. Don't know what you're asking me, bro. I've never seen this youth play, bro. Other than just this FM hype that you come with and all that, bro, I've never watched his youth play from. So, <clears throat> I mean, based uh, on his, his, his he, uh, can get, way he taking can get, his goals, yeah. If he can get ten goals, like he's already got two in it, but never know. If he can get ten goals, ten to fifteen prem goals, then I'm I'm sure he'll be happy with that. Fair. I mean, if that's ten by Christmas, then you know he probably be on the track oh, to get wow, fifteen. Look at this guy. Trying to <laughs> more. That was said. I, 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 I like his gameplay, man. I mean, he'll get mad service from Zahar and, and Alise. And when so why don't comes you tell back. us what? To, why don't you tell us what? To I'm trying to. I'm trying to make, see what the masses are trying to say. I mean, I think he's gonna get fifteen plus. 
personally. If we're okay. talking about all comps, you can get 20 all comps, but it depends how long they stay in all the other competitions, really. Um, there's going to be times where he doesn't get goals, but I think a 15 to 20 goal return in the Prem is a good season. That keeps Palace in the top top 12, whatever you want to call it. It's a good season for him. That's what they've needed because they've been relying on that Benteke brother for a while. And he, <laughs> he struggles to get seven nowadays. So. Hey. What I am excited with, with, for Palace, I think Sean mentioned it a bit more. I'll be excited to see Eze, Olise, Zaha, and Edward in the same mm. team. I'll be, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Hopefully, man gets to see it because I feel that would be a very, very a quite flary, a quick, a quite quick. You wouldn't want to defend against that team. Yeah, I agree. Especially on the counter. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we watch this space. Hopefully, Tottenham bounce back and um, Palace oh, yeah, keep the momentum going. <laughs> we we hope that's what I mean. Chelsea's on a mad run at the moment. I mean, this is where we come to the new part of the show. Any other business? Any other talk? And we can't not leave the show and not talk about Big Ron. CR7. CR7 is back, ladies and gents. It's it's surreal, man. Surreal. I can't, like, I've been speaking to other United fans. um, And even, not even non-United, non-United fans, but Ronaldo fans. And they can't believe he's actually in the Prem. And he's actually wanted to come back for the challenge. Like, you know, some people have said, you know, Messi didn't want to do it, blah, blah, blah. Say you what you about want to say that, about Messi, that short, but, you know. short autistic Argentinian, but we want to again. Ronaldo coming back and notching two may not be a surprise to many people, but the goals that he scored, as he spoke of, areas something that we missed in terms of people just being on the move, being alive when things happen. As soon as someone's trigger is to get their head up and then down to cross the ball, he's on the move. We didn't have that forward for a long time. Martial wasn't doing that for us. So I want to bring in my, my honourable brother, Shaq, and uh, allow him to give his take on how big Ron was for him against Newcastle. I thought, well, first of all, we were speaking off air and that, and I didn't mention that. I think both of the goals are <coughs> keeper errors, uh, big time. Yeah. But if you don't, what do you say? You don't, you don't shoot, you don't score, innit? It's all mm. about the game. And if you, as I, uh, if you see with Mason's, I mean, you see with the first goal, as soon as Mason's put his foot back, yeah, he's on the move. Yeah, he's all, he's already anticipating that there will be a mistake, and mm-hmm. he's got his goal. Do you know what I mean? And the second goal, you can see he's made that run, and he's hard. He got up to about 20 miles an hour, they said. Mm. So he's lost he, too much pace. But I'm just about to say that he ain't lost the pace and that he's still got that burst and it allows him to get that space, get into that space, and he's hit left foot, boom, hit hard and low. Do you know what I mean? Keeper don't like it. And yeah, man, other other than the goals and that, he brings just the inevitability around it, bro. Like trying to watch a solid stream of it. Anytime the ball was in the box, he was like, just thinking that's like, gonna. He's he's just gonna find a way to get on the end of it. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Just even at corners, like I think Varane went close with one, and I think Aaron Maguire had a close. But Ronaldo's, I think not the, not the Varane one because I think he went near post with that. But even the Maguire one, 
Ronaldo's near it. Do you know what I mean? Like he always, I think Oli even mentioned it, he's got a knack. Clearly, like he's just got this thing where he knows where it's gonna. I mean, the thing is, I think we've all seen it, man. Even like away from United before, where he kind of turned into that mentality monster at Madrid. Like we saw how we always seem to get goals and especially Champions League nights, we all watch them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Inevitable. And he even done it with um, Portugal at, with Ireland last week. Yeah. He missed the penalty. Two goals, two, then two goals in the last, what, five minutes of the game. Two headers. Mad. Do you, know what I mean? you can't stop the guy, man. If he can bring that, more than likely he will. And how he's talking, uh, hopefully he's just trying to inspire the youth them that's there. Not even inspire them, but let them know you're we got a lot of work to do, you know what mm. I mean? And if you can bring that mentality towards them, then I'm here for it, bro. But I think a lot of people will probably think that, yeah, he's he's done. We're going to be playing with, ele- uh, defending with 11 men, I mean, 10 men, because he's not going to do nothing. I think people are going to be in for a, uh, a big surprise because he far from just stands around and watches. Mm-hmm. He's very he's very involved, especially in build-up. He's not just going to stand in the box and whatever. As I mentioned, said off-air, he was dropping deep to come and not, not do a lot of it. Like He wasn't doing that Kane stuff, trying to link up play. He was just dropping deep, popping it off back, spinning around the corner. He's, the defenders knew that... Uh, I don't want to say knew there was in the game, but he was always leaving the defenders thinking what he's going to do. Yeah. Next time he came into him, he flicks it around the corner. Next time it comes into me, he's drive, turning and driving at them. Do you know what I mean? It's never going to be simple with what they think to expect when it comes to him. Do you know what I mean? And that's obviously the experience. And the guy knows how to play the, play the game of football. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, I mean um, pleasant, pleasant um, person on and off the pitch, I've heard. And just, again, as you said, inspire the next gen. And that will just bring a huge, huge boost, hopefully, to the title challenges of Manchester United. And also in Europe as well, because you know how he deals with Champions League already in group stage wise. He's trying to get five before it's done. <laughs> so that's no. just only positive. And that group stage there, he can get six, seven against young boys, double double headers, and um the other team there, Atlanta, Atalanta, and I can't remember who's the other one. Villarreal, yeah. So there's there's room there. And you can bet your bottom dollar that he'll get one and maybe all of them one in the first couple. Because he's hungry, you can see. But moving forward, though, first W for Arsenal. Any feedback on that, Sean? One nil win. Come off mute, you. Yeah, so I'll just let you have your moment in it. Let you let you talk your your stuff. Um, your moment now. <laughs> now one nil. I mean, could have been three or four. I mean, there was good signs, I guess. But it's hard to kind of tell when you're playing Norwich. You know, I mean the. I think we can comfortably say they're probably the worst team in the league. No disrespect to them, but created a lot of chances, missed a lot of chances, even missed a chance for the goal. Kind of scruffy, but we needed a win, and we got a win. I mean, I can't really, I can't be mad when they've lost three in a row. There's probably a lot of pressure as the game went on and on. It gets into what the 50, 60 minutes, and the fans are probably starting to think, "Man, it'll be our day." And so it was just important to get a win. But there's no point in getting one win if you go to Burnley and lose next week. So. It's more of a thing where we need to put a couple of wins together now. Burnley's your kryptonite, isn't it? You know, Jacker's mistake last time. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I think it's a good game to show that 
there's signs of improvement. If you go there and we don't get a result, then it's just kind of like same old, same old. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's no, as I said, there's no point of being in Norwich at home if you're going to go away to Burnley and not win. Not an easy place to go to, is it? As, as we know, um, Burnley away. They're playing now on Monday Night Football. Um, and again, they give anyone a tough time home and away. If they, if they score the first goal, they make it difficult for teams to get back into games. But, you know, there are that journeyman Premier League side, aren't they? Where you just know what they're going to give you, regardless. They don't change. Zilch, bro. I still think they're going down this season. And I made that prediction before and I'm going to yeah, stick I mean, with it. They're, they're up there. Because, um, again, their team is not really a Premier League side when you look on it on paper. They haven't spent much. They bought a CB. I think they got a keeper in. Sorry, they bought the one side. Trust me, you know them and they're like. So I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. You know, it'd be it'd be good to to watch the journey and you know see where other sides come um, into kind of position around Christmas time. But you know, any other games demand them feel like they 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 want to bring across Chelsea. Yeah, just quickly on the Chelsea game. I mean, I didn't think they played that well. I thought they was kind of poor over there, but to win 3-0 still when you're not playing at your best. Because of that Bozo, Tyrone Mings, he's the worst. Yeah, well, I mean, in the yeah, league. I mean, I mean <laughs> England terrible. international, thank you very much. No, no, big time. Nah, but he's... Listen, listen, listen. Do you know how many times he's done that thing where he's passed it back and made done that mistake, bro? Apparently he's made like so, the most um, errors leading to goals or leading to shots Damn. since last season, bro. He is so shit, bro. He's so... Nah, because two of the goals, bruv, was because of them. Villa was in the game. Mm. Villa for the first half, they would, they played much, not even much better. They played better than Chelsea. That Saul, brother. Ooh, Saul and Bakayoko looking at each other like the, spider, <laughs> like the Spider-Man meme. Nah, bruv, that, that was a bit mad. Yeah. John McGinn was doing a mad thing in that mid. He was he was the best yeah. player on the pitch in the first half, by far. Mm. Yeah. So... Yeah, they had a lot of chances in that first half. They should have had it should have been a draw or Villa winning at the half. Yeah. Mm. And then for him to make that mistake for the for the two goals, not even for the for the second goal, and then get dribbled past by Azpilicueta like that for the third one is uh, yeah, that's criminal, bro. That's their man, that's their man's captain as well. Yeah. I think I think I think <laughs> the Aston Villa's luck in terms of last year they a lot they won a lot of games, but they consider a lot of chances that teams didn't take. And this year, it's like, they're just being punished for it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Even like with Watford in the first day, like they're just being punished with the chances they're giving up this year. No, no, they got pammed first game. Watford absolutely gave it to them. Something has to change. And I think Dean Smith's the man to change it in terms of, you've got quite a few new players. It might take a little bit of time to gel. But I don't know if that's the curse of having five, six newbies. It might be. He's got to drop Mings, man, and, and put Axel in there, bro, or something. Because mm. I, I, I was hurt because Axel went sliding in for that first goal, and I just thought, oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then but the thing is, for the second goal, he actually does pretty well with Lukaku, gets his body in. Part, I think he passed it to Mings, and then Mings does what he does. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Blimey. Oh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, nah, no, nah, Ming's yeah, he's got that, he's got that suspect in him still. Like <laughs> no, because like, the ball went under his foot and then he's panicked and played that pass. Like, I don't, yeah. 
I've yeah, never known an Englishman to have a bozo gene like that, bro. Okay, Blimey. Yeah, Blimey, bro. Boy. Well, what lads, are we doing? It's football from the beaches, games. man. That's what we I do. Don't, I don't think any other games were is that interesting. Still, West Ham didn't score. Your boy, Hassan Huto. I don't know. You man can chat about him. Nah, the other game's kind of meaty. That's what I said at the start. It was kind of... Even the Man City Leicester game like, was a bit meaty. Yeah, Brighton got the last-minute winner against Brentford. Scenes. Yeah, that's Brentford what I said. Look, they weren't really... Brentford I think the international break killed, killed a couple, man. Yeah, Brentford look decent, though. They look decent. But mm. they can't score goals. They look, they look decent in every game. And Arsenal, since the Arsenal one. is. They don't think they... They're creating chances, but they're not creating chances for Tony. It's like mm. Tony creates chances for that Mbomo guy or for, or for other players, but them man can't create chances for him because he's mm. not really getting on the end of like the chances, mainly that Mbomo guy. And he's not... like they're Obviously, their best finisher is Tony. Do you know what I'm saying? So they need to kind of sort that, work that out and try to get Tony on the end of these things. Because I feel like if they do get Tony on the end of stuff, They'll be. Well, I would say they'd be all right, but do you know what I mean. You you'll see Brentford probably winning a lot more games or whatever. But yeah, yeah, like, man. Watford, that's that's all really. Watford Wolves. Mm, that was meaty. Not meaty, but Wolves just created a lot of chances. Uh, yeah, possession based teams. So they'll they'll. I think they're doing really well to to kind of um create chances. Just and they got my man on the score sheet as well, though. That little um the guy from Leipzig. Mm. What, a, what an anime guy. This guy is so tapped. <laughs> I'm just saying, isn't it? That's what it is, isn't it? The Leicester, the Leicester City game, that was that was a decent game to be fair. That was a decent match, but uh, yeah, City just come out on top, man. You know, it's... Yeah, hey. Well, lads, I guess that's wrapping up another week. Football from the beaches. We're back. Premier League football. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at FFTB3 underscore because that is in capitals and we have lots of interaction on there. Make sure you share. Tell a friend to listen. Tell another friend to listen so you get a couple of listens. And also subscribe, man. Spotify, we're there. All Apple Music and everything, you know, we're on there, man. Lads, till next time. We out. Peace. Let me tell you things about my life. Let me tell you things about my life. No checking on phones, no new uploads before I hit the roads. The liquor room.